Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 27th day of May in the year of our Lord, 2022. And this is also Memorial Day weekend when we pause to remember all those who served, especially those who died. Today, I will be talking about all those ordinary people and discussing what they face in this new world today, a world run by powerful, wealthy people who meet in dark cabal to decide the fate of all those ordinary people and the fate of their prodigy as well. To introduce this report, I turn to the words of economist Bill Bonner. Quote, Basic expenses, food, shelter, and fuel are going up so fast. Households have less and less left over for discretionary spending, which leaves the big box retailers with a lot of unsold product in the box. And today we feel their pain, the misery, desolation, and anguish of the working classes, both at home and abroad. These are the guys and gals with chainsaws and work belts, with 18-wheelers to edge into a tight spot with a night shift to complete without falling asleep, with croissants to bake or laundry to wash. These are the people who made the world what it is. They fell on Normandy beaches, built the Brooklyn Bridge, put down the hardtop roads, baked the cookies, and delivered the mail, and now... They are the people who add the most real value to our lives, not the hedge funds managers, the influencers, the policymakers, but auto workers, farmers, UPS drivers, cooks, baristas, waiters, carpenters, plumbers, and masons. And here's the gist of our story. The masses have been cheated, deleted, and mistreated, and it's going to get worse, end quote. Well, amen, Bill. Amen to that indeed. In fact... I could stop this report right now, and thanks to your eloquent words, my point would be made, but there's more. There's more to the story. The elite class, some 2,500 of the world's most powerful and wealthy, gather as I speak today in Davos, Switzerland, to plot their dark, satanic agenda of world domination. They go on and on about climate change, limiting your meat intake, advising you to eat bugs, take the subway. While they fly in on their private jets, flaunting their lifestyles, their words reveal in clear focus the enormous divide between the elites and ordinary people to kick things off in this year's meeting of the World Economic Forum. We had a speech by the World Economic Forum founder and author of the book, The Great Reset, Mr. Klaus Schwab, Mr. Schwab, a German, but of course, there are no nationalities to him gave the opening speech, and it was a real doozy. He said, quote, The future is not just happening. The future is built by those of us in this room. We have the means to improve the world, but two things are necessary. Number one, we must act as stakeholders of the world and with stakeholder responsibility, i.e., we must act responsibly. Number two, we must collaborate and work together, end quote. This speech was given to a group of people who consider themselves far superior to the other 8 billion people in this world. They have not been elected or even delegated the power to build our future. Their dark vision of the future is unworkable and dystopian, but in their efforts to implement it, they will tear this world apart as they are already doing. Many dictators and so-called leaders were in attendance, including many from the United States, I might add. That tells me where their loyalties lie, the loyalty and fidelity of the leaders of this world. From Joe Biden to Emmanuel Macron to Boris Johnson owe their allegiance to the people in that meeting and not to us. In fact, they hate us. They place their loyalty to their ideology over the well-being of their constituents, all those ordinary people. 
The evidence that they hate us is enormous and accumulating daily. Start with COVID and the economy-destroying, soul-crushing restrictions placed on the formerly free world over the last two years. Their science repeatedly refuted, but they persisted as they continue to do. Nothing else. But they hate us makes any sense or explains anything. The President of the United States, as we all know, occasionally goes off script, and when he does, the truth might just escape from his lips. Inflation continues at a level that is in extreme danger zone of going psychological. By that, I just mean that when it passes 10%, there is a psychological barrier. When that's crossed, people panic and do unpredictable things. The stock market, the bond market are eating away at people's livelihoods and retirements, just to add a backdrop to the president's statement. While giving a speech in Tokyo the other day, as part of his Asian trip, he was in a question-and-answer session at the end of his speech. His answer was a clear admission that the chaos and the pain the nation is enduring is all part of an international plan to transition into the new world the elites prefer for us. Quote, and when it comes to gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over, end quote. Perhaps even the most skeptical people among us will admit that it would be somewhat comforting to have just a little bit of evidence that our rulers were not actively rooting for and planning our destruction. In other words, this is all intentional. All this inflation, all this chaos is intentional. The cancellation of oil and gas pipelines, the cancellation and restrictions of natural gas production, the banning in areas where known deposits exist, all for the purpose of reducing the ability of ordinary people to have access to cheap energy, the suggestion from the Biden Department of Energy. Buy an expensive, possibly unavailable because of supply chain problems in which you can't take on a road trip. Electric car, a real let-them-eat-cake moment. They're not hiding the fact anymore that they want ordinary people to suffer. The people Bill Bonner mentioned in my opening paragraph are suffering, and that is what these people want. This has gone from political disagreement or ideological differences to deliberate sabotage to obtain the satanic goals of the world's elite as personified in this year's World Economic Forum. Another speech at this year's forum was delivered by J. Michael Evans. He is the president of the Alibaba Group, a group formed in China. He spoke to announce that a new social compliance platform developed by his company and being tested right now in Chinese cities might just be the wave of our future. He said, quote, we're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where they're traveling, how they're traveling, what they're eating, what they're consuming, on what platform. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something we are working on, end quote. Alibaba previously summarized how their coming carbon tracking technology would work. It's described as a platform to encourage people to adopt low carbon behaviors and be environmentally accountable. Expect to earn 200 carbon credits, he said, when you lick your plate clean, 554 credits if you take the subway. They're developing a model that translates individual activities into carbon credits and builds up a community that promotes a low carbon lifestyle based on the carbon credit system, according to Alibaba. In China, almost 1,500 companies and communities use this system. Again, according to Alibaba, they're trying to combine 
behavioral science with technology to change people per, people's perceptions and make them a low-carbon, fashionable lifestyle. Keep in mind, the largest dumper of particulates into the atmosphere in this world is China. China doesn't care one bit about its carbon footprint. The Chinese Communist Party just wants us to know what every person is doing, what they're going, where they're going, what they're saying, etc. None of this carbon nonsense applies to China, Russia, or India, only to the Western countries that must be controlled. Their people's way of life must be destroyed. The ideology driving all this is supposedly the science of climate or alarm bells ringing about the climate. I personally believe that is simply an excuse to gain control over every human on earth and bring them under the authority of this council of the wise. CO2 emissions have brought about the curtailment of production of natural gas, but it has no proven links to climate change. We're going to tear apart our world in order to fight something that appears to be no danger at all. Natural gas is also a major ingredient in fertilizer. So the elites have the added benefit of destroying our ability to grow food. There's no conclusive scientific evidence that I'm aware of, at least that CO2 emissions are any kind of serious environmental threat, but there is plenty of evidence that higher CO2 concentrations lead to higher crop yields, thus more food. Fossil fuels are necessary and will continue to be, whether renewables eventually work or not. We can't just shut down our world waiting on wind and solar to deliver us. Green energy, or so it seems, will not be ready for decades, if ever. Now, one last speaker at this year's Davos Forum, a lady named Kirsten Brathen, CEO of Norwegian Finance and the Norwegian Sovereign Wealth Fund, which is one of the world's largest, thanks to the Norwegians selling the North Sea oil. She continued the green theme as follows, quote, we need to accept that there will be some pain in the process, shortages on energy, inflationary pressures. That pain is actually worth it because if we don't, there's no economy, there's no welfare, end quote. Well, no, Kirsten, that's not really correct. You see, the world still runs. It still goes on whether the days are hot or cold. So I recommend you take another look at your elementary logic book. Anyway, the pain is for us ordinary people inflicted on us deliberately by people like you, these people, these high and mighty, these self-proclaimed geniuses, these ruling elite prove that you don't need a high IQ to be filthy rich. They have their vanities, their fantasies, and ordinary people pay for them. In conclusion, folks, we usually picture a troubled man in the Oval Office struggling against mighty odds to do the best for his people that he can, or at least the best for his base. But what if if there is in reality a different scenario, what if all the efforts to bring inflation under control were just a phony ruse? Maybe the Fed and Joe Biden are not as incompetent as they appear. I suggest the real agenda is to let inflation run and build up. They think its destruction will be worth it because we ordinary people will burn less fuel, eat less food, all those World Economic Forum minions in their private jets, their large yachts, their exclusive schools, no, it would be worth it for us ordinary masses if we could be convinced that saving the planet is worthwhile goal. Perhaps, perhaps we will be inclined to accept our poverty gracefully. Finally, folks, the problem with ideology is that its true believers are immune to the facts, so this will get worse until those making policy for this world are gone for good. Klaus Schwab 
Another German maniacal, despotic, fascist, totalitarian, built on world domination, but pretending to be a messiah. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.